0: Welcome back to Through Imperial Eyes on this edition. I am your host, Brayden Ledbetter.
1: And I'm your co-host, Jackson Daleen.
0: I feel like every single time, like, as we progress with each episode, I slur my name more and more. So, like, by episode <laughs> 150, it's going to be, I'm your host, but I do
1: yeah, but anyway, not long way. It's, yeah. it's our I Star Wars names taking, what's happening is we're building our Star Wars I promise I'm not Wars
0: taking names. tequila shots before we go on air.
1: <laughs> it's not, not Imperial <laughs> Cantina yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not Imperial Cantina yet. We'll bring that back sooner or later. But anyway, Jackson, what have you been up to? What's going on? Any exciting news or experiences um, or adventures?
1: So I have built my office area. I'm now using not the full setup yet because my computer's still broke it's uh, it's still
0: your home decor
1: it's still my yeah it's still my little my little my little man corner um no it's fun I'm excited i I hung up all the little Star wars uh toys that I got from my parents house and a little little shadow box shelf and um yeah yeah it's it's that's been it from the most part I'm trying to think Star Wars stuff that I've gotten. I've talked about the Black Series stuff that I found. Um, Oh, you know what? Today I uh, was working at Goodwill and um, I was being trained in sortings. And I was going through like the tubs of stuff. And I found a uh, original vintage like build your own C-3PO model. and. Yeah, like like, and it was cool because it was like Ralph McQuarrie concept three PO. Like he had like it was like the oh. weird different head, and I was like, like oh, the that's... Metropolis <clears body. <clears <throat> and yeah, yeah, pretty much. And it was like it was like a plastic figure of him. When I opened it, it was in pieces, but like he was broken. I actually ended up tossing him. I didn't even let Goodwill have it. I was like, this is. It was kind of just trash, but it was disappointing. Yeah. Like I was going through it, and like his his, his head was together, but like the eyes that were popped out, and you could like shake it and hear him inside, and just pieces were broken and. Chill but like it even had mm. the glue that it came with. And I was just like, ah, that's different. That's, you know, I've never seen something like that, you know?
0: Yeah. That sounds awesome.
1: What about you? What's going on with you and everything?
0: Um, well, I've been doing a lot of, so I don't know if our listeners know, but I'm in, I'm in prep for two short films that I'm directing right now. Um, but this weekend, so it's not really this weekend is the beginning of life. It was yesterday actually. Um, I was at a thrift store called Savers. Um, you've probably been there, right? I have not. Okay. Savers? There's, a, there's a thrift store called Savers in Crestwood. Um, and I was, I was there with one of my... Um, with my cinematographer. We were kind of walking around for trying to find things for production design. Um, just to, you know, put in one of right. the houses we're shooting in. <clears throat> and we're, we're walking around. And I come across... Something really cool. I don't know how old these are, alright? They're these Phantom Menace travel mugs. So this is a Darth Maul one. I'm showing, for those listeners, I'm showing Jackson my Darth Maul, um, it's like a thermos travel mug thing. That's Um, cool. Yeah. And there's that, and I also have a Qui-Gon one.
1: Oh, that's cool, actually.
0: And like on each one, it's has like a little character description... Which is why I'm guessing that this was probably like Phantom Menace promo because it like tells you like an accomplished right. Jedi Master, Qui Gon Jinn is also somewhat of a maverick, noble, patient, and wise. He's closely attuned to the living force. Blah blah blah. So like
1: that's that's the thing with Phantom Menace merch too is you gotta wonder is it OG or is it 2012 uh, re release? Because I yeah, have, either way, I think it's I cool. have an enamel pin. Yes, I agree, it's cool. I have an enamel pin that's for the re release, but it's this cool little you know uh, I wish I
0: would have seen it um, I wish I would have seen the re-release because the 3D glasses were like the pod were oh, goggles oh yeah I
1: remember that was the whole oh that's fun that's cool uh, Yeah, I didn't so. know that I but, saw. Um, I found the um. I found Phantom Menace in the Attack of the Clones novelizations at a thrift store the other day, and I wanted to ask you: Are do you know if those are like good or not? Like, is that an investment to like try to get those um, and read those? I
0: I highly recommend reading just the novelizations in general, just because right. I think I think I read the Phantom Menace one probably, when I was in like sixth grade or something. But um,
1: the more I think about always... it, the more I'm like, I bet you they would be kind of fun
0: they're always fun because you always get little tidbits that were in like the original script but didn't make right. it to the screen because they start work on the novels like they they like, basically early. get handed the shooting script and then they're like alright there you go go write the novel version of this um That's cool. and you even hear like Matthew Stover um I think he had an interview I sent you I don't know if you watched it probably not um he had an interview he wrote the um the fan not Phantomus. he wrote the revenge of the sith Novelization, and he had an interview with Star Wars Theory, um, and he was talking about how, whenever he was writing Revenge of the Sith, um, he was really only given the script, and he he didn't like this was uh, again before they even started production on the film, mm-hmm. so that's why in in the novelization there's some moments where you're like like this, some things weren't completely visualized in the right. script, so that's why like the Mustafar scene in the Revenge of the Sith novel kind of goes a little different than you'd expect in the movie and that kind of thing so i think that's that is the that is what you get out of reading the novelizations for phantom menace and attack of the clones you get these little things details yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and i think i I mean i i think i remember enjoying the phantom menace one i don't i I don't know who wrote the um attack of the clones (laughs) one i may
1: go see if they're still there and might pick them up and give them a read they were cool they were hardbacks too they were they were neat
0: yeah, just to, just to have them too. The one, the Revenge of the Sith novel that I have, I found at the Goodwill where you work. So, ah,
1: oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I bought so. the Revenge of the Sith game from that Goodwill.
0: Well, there you go. That's just a, a very re- <laughs> Revenge of the Sith Goodwill. It's the
1: Revenge of the Sith Hub. <laughs> it's
0: the, the Revenge of the Goodwill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, cool. cool. <laughs> let's move on to these news stories we have this week.
1: Excuse me. Yeah, let's start. With dare this. you? So starting off, J.J. Um, Abrams uh, responded responds to whether the Star Wars sequels should have been mapped out or not. Um, in a recent event celebrating Super 8's uh, 10th anniversary, which that's a great movie, um, director J.J. Abrams was asked directly by Collider's Adam Chitwood if he thought the Star Wars sequel trilogy should have had a plan from the beginning. Quote from Abrams, you just never really know, but having a plan I have learned, in some cases the hard way, is the most critical thing, because otherwise you don't know what 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 you're setting up you don't know what to emphasize because if you don't know the inevitable of the story you're just as good as your last sequel or effect or joke or whatever but you want to be leading up to something inevitable continuing on um sometimes when it's not working out it's because it's what you planned and other times when it's not working out it's because you didn't quote in you know have a plan um right end quote um I think this was kind of the the overall lesson everybody kind of understood from the sequel trilogies was to have it planned more. But even then, you look at, like, the OG trilogy and, like, none of that was planned. Um, yeah. I think the difference, and I, I saw a tweet kind of talking about this when this was all trending, was someone kind of stated how no one really talks about Lucas not having a plan because Lucas wasn't afraid to like take jumps Lucas wasn't afraid to take leaps and the first m- couple I-, I would say Force Awakens kind of like it starts out it plays little safe to home as like you know a- I think a lot it of had it- to though it, it, it definitely had to and like i i agree that's yeah. kind of the i think it's funny that abram's like we should have had a plan but it's like no like <laughs> it's not that's not star wars you know like yeah we but
0: whenever whenever force awakens was coming out we were not in a prequel renaissance yet no um, and
1: and a lot of we people still, still have super yeah. bad
0: tastes in their mouth from the prequels by the time force awakens was coming out and i remember so many people coming in and be like oh it better not be like the prequels it better not be another Phantom Menace Um, and I think that's why they had to play it so safe with you know it it always gets criticized for being this rehash of a new hope and and which I, I think that it I don't think it rehashes a new hope but I think it more it more honors and respects the, yeah. what A New Hope did and kind of takes the same story beats makes it familiar keeps it familiar but also bringing like new things like Ray and all um, that kind of thing um,
1: I, I think too is that like I think it's so funny that they still didn't have a plan after wanting to be so delicate with the fans um
0: yeah, Is that I think... they
1: thought taking it movie by movie was going to be the direction. And in a sense, I guess it was like, that's exactly what yeah. like everybody did, you know, but.
0: I think that it kind of stems from, again, them being so worried that if they do mess up, it's going to ruin everything and it's going to be, you know, another prequel situation. Right. Um, but I think, you know, I think they were in good hands and then just things kept happening and we had you know like the Colin Trevorrow drama and yeah. The Last Jedi drama which you know I
1: still. still
0: think it's it's a three and a half year old movie y'all gotta get over The Last Jedi one of these days um, you gotta get over then, that
1: like it's not as bad as you like claim it to be like even if it isn't well, it's perfect like, it's not why this horrible your, movie why, yeah. why
0: put all of your energy into and hating the, it of yeah. a three and a half year old movie like why yeah. are we still talking about I don't. I, I don't. It's not there's something, people it's still not talking about Phantom
1: Menace and Attack of the Clones. Like that's and, you oh, yeah. know those it's are not, those are it's twenty not stop. No.
0: But kind of kind of getting back on track. I think when it comes to there being a plan, I think there was a very very rough map. Meaning not story wise, but meaning okay, the, we want JJ because we know he's going to be able to bring us back into it. We mm-hmm. want Ryan because we know he's going to take some chances and. We know that we the middle of the story is going to be probably a little darker, kind of like how trilogies go. And to close it out, we got Colin Trevorrow. We know that he can, you know, take the helm for an existing franchise. We got Jurassic World, and then again we had a his movie Book of Henry was doing pretty not great um, re- re- critically, and <clears throat> I think box office wise it didn't make anything. Um, and I think that kind of scared them and then there was also these creative differences we don't really know the actual details of but then that kind of got everything off track and everything kind of kapoof. i don't you know? think they and should it, have
1: brought back jj for the reason of it felt weird star wars wise
0: like i don't know it like i, I i'm 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 having trouble thinking of who better than jj like especially no. at such a so short notice I... Because I agree to like, him, like it, they hired him like a few months before quick. they were due yeah. to start productions.
1: Yeah. Production. Um, yeah. And and like the, the decision obviously makes sense and it was like, okay, like obviously out of the two that we've done, JJ has produced and made and and had a more well received movie than the other. Um bring well, him. Not, that makes sense. I, I, no,
0: they like, they announced him before The Last Jedi even came out.
1: For oh, really? For directing
0: Oh yeah, they announced JJ like in October twenty
1: seventeen. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Like September that last or October twenty seventeen.
0: I think what it is is they needed somebody who they could bring on who would who who would get on track quickly. They are he already yeah. has experience doing a Star Wars movie. That they
1: can just jump him right in.
0: He's plug and play. You you, mm-hmm. you you send him in there with you know um, I think it was was it Michael Arnt? no. Chris Terrio, him and Chris Terrio wrote The Rise of Skywalker. But you put him in there with him and Chris Terrio, they bang on a few drafts of a script, and, you know, because, I mean, they had two years total to write, produce, post-production, and everything like that, when I think with with, um, The Force Awakens, they had three years. So they, you know, they did... It was a rush to get The Rise of Skywalker going, so... But yeah, I just think that that had it been a perfect world, and had there been a set out roadmap, and kind of here's what's going to happen, here's what, what what story beats we need to hit throughout the trilogy, I think there could have been there would have been a lot better reception. Um, I don't I don't know if I. If I think I wish we got something like that because I do like what we got very well, very much anyway. Why do you think that
1: they wrote a new script? Why do you, why not use Trevorrow's script? Well, think because script that was
0: because that was the, what was the reason we they fired Trevorrow, because they just they didn't like the script. I thought it was they just because the script
1: didn't do well. Oh, I thought it was just because oh, no, I he think didn't, it was also
0: I think like it was also creatively the, yeah. Yeah, I think huh. they, they he wanted to do some th- some things in Duel the Fates that they didn't necessarily want to do, and I think Trevorrow was, I think this is just this is not factual based, This is just me speculating. I think that he might have been stubborn, wanting to do what he wants to do because you know when you're a filmmaker, you know when you when you it's- want to do something and it really means something to you, you you want to do it, and if someone tells you you can't do it, well, I'm not going to do it then. It's so the I Edgar think,
1: Wright Ant-Man debacle.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Edgar cool. Wright wanted to make his movie. Yeah. Marvel wanted to make a different movie, and they just went their separate ways. I think that's exactly what happened with um, Colin Trevorrow.
1: Give me the Wright so, and the Trevorrow cut. I want both of them, please. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, cool. Let's kind of move on here. Um, so it looks like Zack Snyder did actually pitch a Star Wars movie to Lucasfilm before The Force Awakens ever even started development so um, it looks like he's actually the one that he pitched to Lucasfilm is getting developed in a non-Star Wars fashion so um, he's confirmed that um, there's been all these rumors that he had a Star Wars project inspired by Kira Kurosawa Seven Samurai and he's now working on that concept as an unaffiliated story although the project has not given a green light has not been given a green light from a studio Um, He was speaking on the happy sad confused podcast and he discusses planned idea for a star wars movie involving a group of jedi long before the events of the clone wars Um, His quote is we talked about it, but it never happened. I've been working on it um, Away from the star wars universe on my own. It's a sci-fi thing. It's still a sci-fi thing Um, It's the it's the same story and now i'm just gonna let star wars be star wars so I think essentially he, he had this idea for <laughs> basically couldn't happen now because the Higher Republic's a thing. Right. But um he probably had this idea of kind of the Jedi Order before the Jedi Order Yeah. And pitched it and they Lucasfilm probably kinda of sat on it. It was like, Okay, maybe down the line we're trying to like reintroduce people to the franchise. And then they just kinda of passed on it, but Zack Snyder loved the story so much he kept it and You could
1: still probably do it like just make it before the High Republic, you know?
0: Um, yeah, but I think I think he... At this point, he, he's developing his own sci-fi yeah, universe kind of into thing. Yeah, he's his own
1: thing. And, and that's cool that, Which like, is cool, yeah. He, yeah, he's still going to be doing it and, like, we'll be able to see. And I wonder if... It'll be funny if, like, it comes out and it does so well that they do give him a Star Wars movie. Um,
0: well, that's, that's, that's something I was going to ask you is, do you think that... There will be a time where we see Zack Snyder helming a Star Wars movie.
1: I don't know. I didn't see his recent one that just the army of dead. I didn't see that if I didn't um,
0: watch it. No, not yet.
1: um, But yeah, I don't know because if you like you would assume it to be a movie. It's a Zack Snyder movie. You expect it to be this, you know, rough color palette and this big action movie. So I'm like
0: and all slow-mo.
1: Yeah, right. I'm like, is that something that, um, Star Wars wants to kind of head towards? I wouldn't mind, like, if he helped out in, I don't know, some kind of show or something. If he wanted to direct an episode of, of you know, Mando or even, cool. the, even, even like the Ahsoka show, if he's wanting to play with Jedi, Ooh, give, yeah. give him something like that. I bet you that would be fun.
0: Yeah, that would, that would be nice. Um... I'm trying to think it, it would be cool to see How he would handle Directing Not just an episode of a show But kind of In a Dave Filoni Thing where he's not Hands on directing But he's, he's this just Executive producer. Yeah. Cause he's a He's a great creative mind I yeah. think sometimes he, he misses the mark on directing. Um, that's just my... I think he's a great director. I just think there's things that he sometimes goes style over substance, um, which, you know, to to yeah. each their own. But I, I, I think as a creative, he's a very, you know, very intelligent and he is good at telling stories. And I wonder how he would do, you know, executive producing a series or a, a movie or something.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: And I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to see him attached to a Star Wars it's, project it's in the future. It's a
1: cool idea, though, the whole samurai thing. Like, I just picture, like, it, like Samurai Jack, you know, like the lone warrior, yeah. like, it, you know, outside of this, you know, ancient village somewhere, and he's just got this lightsaber and the wind's blowing. Yeah. Like, that's a cool idea, you know, like a Kurosawa, like old like futile feudal star wars you know that sounds that's a that's an area it. that i wouldn't be opposed to exploring
0: yeah me neither
1: well cool up next star wars the high republic trail of shadows comic book announced with daniel jose older writing uh, announced on the High Republic show and StarWars.com, the Marvel series will be titled Star Wars The High Republic Trail of Shadows. Older describes it on Twitter as a Star Wars noir detective series. Quote, following the shocking events of the Republic Fair, the Jedi call upon one of their own, Emmerich Ka- Kafter, to investigate a strange mystery with ties to the Jedi Order. At the same time, Chancellor Lena a Soh- calls upon the Cyan Holt, a high-end, in-demand, private detective to look out, look into the same mystery, but will either solve the riddle before anyone else dies, end quote. The Republic Fair is an event used to try to unify planets in the galaxy and will be one of the focal points of most of the High Republic works coming out. It's supposed to be happening in this next book um yep. the whole fair and the, apparently this debacle that will happen at it um this they're is a really, really cool really idea
0: up this republic fair they,
1: they are and they yeah i've been keeping up with the comics too and even then they they talk about it too the the republic fair is coming we have to get this ready for the fair um obviously we knew that you know something was going to happen at the fair i like that they're not really hiding it anymore <laughs> like everybody knows yeah um but this sounds really awesome. I'm really excited to try and check in, you know check this out. Um, I love the High Republic comics. Actually, they've become my favorite form of High Republic media right
0: now. Really, um,
1: I, I a little yeah, bit gonna, prefer them I'm gonna, to gonna the have novels.
0: To... I'm going to have to just They're, watch them on that channel. Both
1: sides are just so fun, and, like, they deal with issues that, like, are, are are faithful and kind of fit with the overall theme of the High Republic, and, like, you really connect with some characters a little more. And it's nice because there are characters, like, Avar Chris is in the comics a lot. Like, I, I have gotten really? to know Avar Chris a lot more than just what we saw in Light of the Jedi and um like it, the the one line with skier and her and his uh Padawan well she's a knight now but um it really that follows the main kind of High Republic like focal points whereas the other is more tales and stories even though it follows Yoda's mm-hmm. class but it's cool seeing the those do a really good job at job at showing like the growth of the Republic and kind of the culture of the Republic right now, rather than the other is more Jedi adventures and the, the things that they're doing. And you see more kind of, of cause that the, the high Republic adventures starts with, um, a, it's like a it's like a really late uh great disaster burst and it's attacking this system and then the, obviously the nile swoop in and start invading it so it, like it breaks into that and you meet like it like goes to the point of view of people living there it's a really fun story actually i i, I cannot recommend them more enough
0: i'm going to have to now yeah yeah no they um, really
1: the, you can burn right through them too and there's Only a few. I don't think Star Wars uh, comics has updated much of them. He's doing a lot of the War of the Bounty Hunters, which, fun enough, uh, uh, War of the Bounty Hunters Alpha came out today. Alpha One came out today.
0: Oh, we'll have to to, um, read and review that one. Yeah, but kind of going back, this whole Star Wars detective noir series that just sounds awesome.
1: I dig it. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited.
0: I give me give me all of that. Yeah, me that's that, going to be like, I'd like to see in the era of the higher public what kind of like the gritty underground. I want it to be like is. Blade
1: Runner. I want it to be just like, you know, cool. just just so like Artur and just like just so full mm-hmm. of itself, but it's going to be oh, it's going to be so much fun.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm I, I can't wait for the higher public to like get in full swing really? with all these yeah, different no, stories. It's, and it's
1: they're, they're like, they're getting the bat ready. They're just, they're going to yeah. hit it so hard and it's oh that, that home run's going to be
0: so much fun. Yeah. This is, this is definitely going to be the summer of the higher public for sure. Well, cool. Let's move it right along here. Um, so it looks like John Boyega is open to return to star Wars. Um, According to a resurfaced interview from last year uh, Recently a clip of John Boyega Who was interviewed by Jake Hamilton From May 2020 has resurfaced With the actor saying he's willing to discuss The possibility of returning to the galaxy Far, far away After a prominent role in the sequel trilogy Um, He says, I'm open to having a conversation Um, As long as Kathleen, JJ And maybe someone else in the team It's a no-brainer So I think he's saying what a lot of people don't think he's saying, because I know so many people look at John Boyega and what he said just in the past, like publicly and immediately go, Oh my God. Yes. John Boyega hates star Wars. He hates the sequel trilogy. He hates Kathleen Kennedy. And you know, and we even see here, he said, no, I'm, I'm not doing it unless Kathleen Kennedy it's and them. JJ are involved yeah. in some way yeah um, because JJ is the one who even JJ is well, the reason John Boyega is as is big as he is right now and, and, but, um, and it looks like oh go for it
1: Boyega, I think the thing is, you're definitely right. Is that a lot of people have misconstrued what Boyega has been uh, fighting for, which is not that the producer and director ruined this movie because uh, of his race and all that. It was no, it was that society, like, and culture and media, like, kind of forced these things to happen when everybody else wanted this potential of what could have been, what they were kind of hinting and setting up, and then it was like, no, like, that's not how society works. So they can't do that. That's what. John john is fighting for with especially within star wars and just in media and disney and all that and everyone took that Mm. as ah, it's sequel hate you know get rid of the sequels no 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 um
0: we live in a society
1: we do live in a society and i'm glad that boyega (laughs) has like cleared this up and like confirmed that like
0: i mean even though it's a year old but i think it just recently resurfaced yeah
1: well, and like he 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 pops up and trending on Twitter a lot of that discussion of like the potential of getting you know Jedi Finn and like having that be yeah. actual canon and I mean, in the he's movies even and said,
0: stuff. He he has since said that he'd be open to starring in some kind of Disney Plus series. You know, I guess depending on what it is, what I wouldn't character is going to be like?
1: Yeah, like a like some some even if it was like a cute little mini series all about like. Ray's. I picture it like a kids' animated series, all about like Ray's school, and it's the only thing that we have post Rise of Skywalker.
0: Yeah, I'd love, I would love a future where Ray does kind of have this like Jedi apprenticeship, yeah. and Finn's kind of there helping him. Well, help, and. Like-
1: in the Lego Star Wars holiday special that came out last mm-hmm. year she's training him she's training Fin yeah. like so and I which is
0: I don't think it's technically Canon I, was obviously. Say, I don't know but, if it is
1: Canon but yeah um, I think it
0: I think it it confirms our theories that that's probably what happened after episode nine is is
1: that like yeah
0: him and Ray kind of got together and she's low-key training him. Even as a
1: comic that, like a comic or a book, that would be fun to know. That would be interesting. Yeah,
0: I think at this point, though, <clears throat> um, unfortunately, a lot of the fandom are kind of done with sequel era for now. Um, yeah, they're which, really
1: they're really uh, fine printing the like Age of Empire right now. A lot of the uh, comics right now that isn't High Republic is very much in between the original trilogy. Everything's following the War of Bounty Hunters right now, which, you know, is right after Empire Strikes Back.
0: Yeah. Um, And, you know, everyone everyone at this point is on a big Clone Wars Bad Batch kick and, you know, all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But, um... Would you want to see, like, a Finn series or something on Disney Plus?
1: Like like a like a John Boyega show, like it's his yeah, yeah. show. Um, yeah, like he's the main a, character. Wouldn't be opposed to it. I would honestly prefer a show about the crew in between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. Okay, yeah. That's kind of about like their adventures and the Resistance and like... Because I, even... I think that's a thing in Rise of Skywalker that lacks is that we see how they are now and that they have bonded in like, have gone on a ton of adventures together, doing stuff, and that they're kind of at this like weird tension point that they're all like they're tired from the war. I, I want to see s- that
0: develop. Yeah, I
1: wanted to see that development. I wanted to see that growth because it was like Finn or not Finn. Uh, Poe and Ray meet at the end of Last Jedi, and by the next movie, they practically hate each other. Like, what what led to that? You know. Um.
0: Actually, ja- Jackson. Um. Technically, <laughs> in the Force Awakens novelization, Poe and Ray uh do meet. Um, and Force Awakens. Just to let you know.
1: I'm just saying, in like the last shot of Last Jedi, I, I he definitely goes, "I'm Poe," and she goes, "I'm Rey," and they're like, "Cool, welcome um, to the ship."
0: Ryan Johnson obviously didn't read the uh, Force Awakens <laughs> he novelization. The- <laughs> He's
1: not a real Star Wars
0: fan. <laughs> He's not a real Star Wars fan. Um, but
1: um, I love. uh when people would give Ryan Johnson crap on Twitter and they were like you don't know anything about the force and all he did was post a video of him in his home walking to his personal library to then pulling out the ancient jedi text yeah. of his purse opening <laughs> it up and putting out like a finger on force projection and being like i do know what i'm talking about
0: if anybody knows about the force more it's it's Ryan Johnson in the directors of Star Wars movies because <laughs> you have to understand at Lucas at, at Lucasfilm Ranch they like have a straight up vault with Mm -hmm. things and it literally tells you every single last little thing you need to know about the force I
1: I just picture like at every production and like me I just picture people like in a meeting like talking about stuff planning it and all of a sudden they're like can we do that? And be like, let's go ask. And they just open a door to like a conference, an empty conference room. And it's just George Lucas sitting there and they're like, Hey George, um, take concept. If Luke Skywalker meditated hard (laughs) enough, can he project himself on a completely different planet somewhere randomly in the, in the, in the, in the galaxy? And Lucas is like, yeah, fuck. Why not? (laughs) He's like, yeah, sure. Why not? It's like, I don't care.
0: The the thing is about that is force projection was mentioned in Oh, I forgot what it was. It was mentioned in some. I think it was a novel or something beforehand, and that's what he. That's what Ryan Johnson got it from. And it's that's funny fun. that you mentioned that because th- th- that's literally what you just mentioned is literally what the Lucasfilm Story Group is for. Right. Is for when they're conceptualizing things and they're not like, really sure, we do they that the story group and be like, Hey, is this Canon? Can we do this? Is this lineup? And the story group kind of,
1: it's just George Lucas, you know. like eating food. George, can we do this? Yeah, sure. <laughs> He's like, Why
0: not? He's like, I don't Let me care. Do my can diet you? Coke piece Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um. They just keep them well, cool. in some room just so they can ask him questions. That's funny.
0: Yeah. All right. What's next?
1: So fi- our final news piece today is uh, Rogue Squadron Patty Jenkins uh, enlists Wonder Woman production designer. Um, Star Wars Rogue Squadron is one step closer to taking flight. That's fun. I like that. Yeah, like I did that in the rundown. Uh, as a new report indicates that director Patty Jenkins is set to reunite with Aline Bonetto, her production designer for Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984. Bonetto's credits also include a very long engagement and Pan. Pan was a and wild Emily. movie. That's... Oh, Anomaly. I missed that one. I didn't. I did miss that one. Anomaly. Yeah, you did. Um, Aline Bonetto ben- is set to be the first production designer for the Star Wars after the completion of the Skywalker saga. For the Star Wars. For the Star Wars. What kind of tone slash look is this film going to have? Um, from Wonder Woman 1, I'm getting the. World War, you know, vintage, retro, gritty, war, Saving Private Ryan drama vibe. Mm -hmm. But from Wonder Woman 1984, I'm getting uh, a lot of mixed feelings on how I feel about the production. I
0: I would love this movie to be like this very vintage-feeling war film with dogfights and... It's gonna be like Saving
1: Private Ryan
0: yeah, just... I, I, I want that. I don't know... Again, we literally only know the title and what the film now, kind of is. Now, yeah, That's these about two it.
1: people, yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, I think... Her, it, it's kind of a given that she's bringing on a lot of the crew that she's worked with before. People that and, she knew, yeah. Yeah, I think... What, it, it's, it's nice that we're finally getting new stories about this uh, right. movie. Because... I think they're probably due to start production next year. I'm sure they're in pre-production oh, yeah. slash they're, they're development probably, in right now.
1: Probably, yeah, getting all that ready. Um, who do you think she's gonna have
0: shoot it? I don't know. Who shot the Wonder Woman movies? I don't know. I'm I'm I, I'm not really huge on DP knowledge. I only know like the main players for really for cinematographers. Them. Um. Matthew but I'm Jensen sure she'll bring on. I'm sure she'll bring on people she's Ooh. worked with. Yeah. Uh, so
1: the Wonder Woman cinematographer uh, is known for. He did some Game of Thrones. He did Chronicle. Uh, he has done work on The Mandalorian. Uh, let me look at all of his stuff. What episode did he direct? Did he do? Wow, he shot. Um, three episodes in season two and that's the Harris, the siege and the believer. Okay. Um, <laughs> he shot a uh, fan stick. <laughs> um, and he so, shot four episodes of game of Thrones. And Oh yeah. Cause
0: he, I think he is also Josh Trank's cinematographer. Um, because Josh Trank directed Fanforstick, stick. He directed right. Chronicle.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't be a bad pick honestly. Um No. That Mandalorian credit's probably what's going to get him the give him the job. I I, I yeah. honestly I'll call that that I bet you they're going to they're going to get him to be Rogue Rogue One or, or Rogue Squadron uh
0: There's going to be so many people messing up, like mixing up Rogue Squadron with Rogue One.
1: Oh, for sure. So many yeah. people. Well, people are going to be like is um, it a sequel is is it another is it Rogue end?
0: One? Mo-? Is this Rogue 2? That would have been a cool name for a Rogue One sequel, though, is Rogue Squadron.
1: Honestly, yeah, it would have been. Is it a
0: Rogue Two? it'll
1: it'll be fun. I'm very excited for that.
0: I I wonder who's going to do the music, is what I want to know.
1: Hans Zimmer did the Wonder Woman movies. It's not going to be John Williams. No, it won't be Williams. I
0: don't think think Hans Zimmer really has a place in Star Wars, though. I
1: was going to say, has he even done a Star Wars?
0: No, no, no. He hasn't done anything Star Wars related. Um... He His style is very well, it's, harsh it's in so your face. It's so different
1: now. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, I think it, again, fits more with something like a Nolan, you know, those kind of films right. than a Star no, Wars film. I definitely
1: film.
0: agree. He doesn't have the John Williams touch. Blair. You know? Yeah,
1: the magic.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the perfect well, word to I, describe Star Wars music.
1: I want... I want... Rogue Squadron to have a very real sense of music to it. I want it to be very like it's Star Wars lived in music and not just Star Wars music, you know. I don't want it to I be think I know what you mean. I want it to be like in-world music. I want it to be like what are the people listening to? Um, oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it to be like an like it's almost like it's a soundtrack, but it's 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 their it's their universe it's star wars that's music
0: interesting
1: that's what one of the characters in alphabet squadron does yeah, is she they just plays listen to music Jabba flow all day yeah pretty much I want I, get, want get, I want I want that i want
0: more get, of that get,
1: good job <laughs> <y'all about?
0: laughs> sit there chilling in the room let's play some max rebo yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys agree with me max rebo no i'm about to ruin your day <laughs>
0: Well, cool. I think we've just about covered the the however many was it like five news stories this week, four news yes, stories okay. this week. Um, yeah, very. It's been a very slow couple of weeks. There was a couple um, yes, and Andor behind the scenes things, but it's kind of all the same thing. We just know yeah. they're shooting something somewhere. That's about all it's been recently. So. Um, yeah, well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you would like to find us on these social media platforms, we are on Instagram. We are through Imperialized Pod. If you want to find us on the twits, you can find us um, at Imperialized Pod. And for the YouTube's YouTube machine place that you go to watch the vids, um, search up through Imperialized Podcast. Jackson, where can they find you?
1: You can find me sitting at my new fun office desk. I will be playing uh, games on my my PlayStation because my computer's still broken. Um, I'll
0: be playing Minesweeper, boy.
1: (laughs) Okay, but uh, I've been playing Star Wars Battlefront Two with the new monitor, which I got like a nice like HDR uh, 144. That's a really long
0: username. Wow.
1: Yeah, no, um, it's gonna be great. <laughs> anyway, you can find me on Twitter as always at Quacks and Scaling. That's Q U A C K S O N underscore Scaling, like the triangle. And then you can follow my photography Instagram at Deline underscore Photography, which is D A L E E N underscore Photography. Uh, Braden, what about you?
0: That was a nice touch. Do they have to Thank type you. the burp in there too?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. It's okay. it's like period asterisk burp asterisk.
0: Okay, good. Um, yeah, I was just i was just thinking, if you ever get into a spelling bee, and one of the words you get is quacks and scalene, you're going to nail it every time.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it is imprinted into my brain now, just to, like, just right. to like I, I, we do this outro, and my brain shuts off, and I'm just like, yeah, it's all this right here now.
0: Yeah, we're 20-plus we're, we're weeks in, so... Well, if you guys want to find me on the interwebs, you can find me on Instagram at Brayden Ledbetter and on Twitter at Braydathalon. And, um, please do not be shy. Please make sure to hit up our Apple Podcasts. Leave don't that rating, shy. leave that review. Not be shy! And not if you shy. don't have the Apple Podcasts, um, and, and you're a loser with an Android, um, then you can go hit up our Spotify. <laughs> okay, well, hold on, um, don't I make have that an face Apple at me. and a Spotify.
1: Like, I love Spotify.
0: <laughs> I do too. You know, they don't have music on Apple Podcasts, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, oh my I god. Apple. I don't use Apple Music. Apple Music is trash. Anyway, um if you if 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 you don't have Apple Podcasts, you can hit us up on Spotify, follow us there. If you don't have Spotify, we're on Overcast. We're on literally probably everyone we're on ten we're on Dreamcast we're on Xbox we're on PS2 um, just hit we're us on up Sega. on the, <laughs> we're on Sega I think we're on the Mac the, the original Apple 1 I believe we have a, a playlist on there but uh, and if you guys are interested um, tomorrow we'll be releasing another re- episode of The Batch Report talking about the next episode of The Bad Batch you can catch us back here for that and if Jackson does not have anything else to say and talk into the microphone he's yawning right now I don't have any as I said, yawn, I guarantee you, everybody listening to this just started yawning. You just made me yawn again. Everybody uh, yawn. Everybody yawn. Three, two, one. Everybody listening, yawn. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys for listening, and until next week, may the Force be with you.